right, so if it's gonna be the, the uh, beer of choice, I would say Winwood Brewing's Nutty Blonde. Artist slash album, I'm gonna bang it out with one. Common Sense's Resurrection, back when he was Common Sense. And ultimately, the go-to dish, it's gotta be a burger, preferably with onion rings or onion strings on it. A little bit of barbecue sauce, bacon and cheese. Yeah, that's it. Beats and Easter podcast, and um, I usually say we're back. I usually say we made it. I'm gonna say we made it for a whole other reason, and that's because we've made it to the second year anniversary of the podcast. Hearing <laughs> applause, laughter, all the other sound effects. Yeah, two years into it, um, you're hearing this a day. Well. If, you, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is to subscribe to the channels, follow on the um, Spotify's, whatever it is that you do on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, if you're keeping up with the release dates, uh, when it releases this podcast, and I'm, I'm referring to, um, you should be hearing this on the 25th, which is just one day early of the 26th, which is the official uh, anniversary of the podcast. And um, regardless, just listen to it. I don't, <laughs> I, don't care if, I don't care if you listen to it in April, but for those of my peoples who are, you know, the ones that follow Die Hard, Rough, Rugged, and Raw, you're listening to this a day before, if not the day of. Thank you so much. I appreciate you tuning in. Um, also, if you've been listening for a minute, whether it was from day one or you went back and and started listening from the very first episode, whenever you found the podcast, um, you'll notice a theme. There's there's a there's a running joke here, and not to say that my guest is a joke, <clears throat> but there's always a good time to be had. You heard him on the very first episode, okay? A year later, when he was finally old enough to drink. You heard him on the second, uh, or the one-year anniversary, his second go-round on the podcast. And if you have no one else to sit down with you, and you don't fix what's broken, or actually you don't break what's fixed, <laughs> if it ain't broken, don't fix it. <laughs> That's the one thing that this podcast is still doing, is just messing up um, phrases and sayings. But without ado, without a further ado... For the third time, our first three-time Triple Crown guest, 
I got none other than the young man, Venora Sayo. Give it up. Woo! Thank you. Ah, oh, I can hear the overflowing applause in my head because it keeps me going. Third time's a charm, but first takes for everything. That's how we live here. Correct. Um, the applause and over the overflowing applause you're talking about was is pretty much the listener um, being thankful that I stopped with that long ass intro. You, you know like, what? Finally, he brought the guest. <laughs> we'll we'll take it however we can get it. That is true. That is very true. Another model we live by here. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, season two. Uh, I wish. I mean, not season. I'm sorry. It's still season two. It's year mm -hmm. two. And um, yeah, man, end of March, um, and we're at it. A little, you know, a little March Madness. Uh, we're back uh, for another week. Uh, shouts to everybody who's been tuning in for a long time. Shouts to everybody who tuned into the Superman episode, which dropped a week ago. That was that was a, a great a great vibe, a great feeling to record with the homie Soup from out of Kendall. And uh, yeah, now we're back home base. Uh, we're not traveling this week. And we're sitting down with, with, with X. Um, X, which, of course, is just recently, you know, like I said, when we first sat down, he was 20. The second time we sat down a year later, he was 21. And now he's fresh off the 22, the 22nd birthday. Yes, sir. And, uh, and yeah, man, uh, how, how was that experience? You, you did something. You did something special that day. So it wasn't that day exactly, but I had to take advantage of a specific situation. I was told, reminded actually, that the house would be to myself. And I said, okay, this is very short response and there's not much time where I can pull this off. Mm. So I grabbed a buddy of mine, one of the few available that you know, we, we could bring over. And we decided to have, play a game of Mario Party, but with drinks involved. Okay. And the, the basic rules of the game go, if you, if you cause a negative event, you take a drink of whatever beer you got. What would you consider a negative event in Mario Party? A negative event would be if you lose coins, if you are last place in a mini game, uh, if you make a shift on the board that changes the scenery. Those are all considered negative effects. Okay. Now, the real kicker becomes when you get stars. See, in Mario Party, for those that don't know, your goal is to have the most stars at the end of the game. If an opponent grabs a star, everyone else has to take a shot. Someone steals a star from you, which can happen. You have to take a shot. And if someone initiates the very special Bowser minigame, everybody takes a shot, regardless of the outcome of the game. Needless to say, it did not end up well. It ended up better, but still, uh, listen, I, I shouted some things at Mario, and I want to apologize formally. Uh, I, I know he was just trying his best. You know, we were all trying to win, but, uh, you know, it got heated. I'm not going to lie. But I came out unscathed and still went to work the next day. Shout out to that. Okay. Yeah, definitely <laughs> an accomplishment in its own right. Accomplishment in its own right. Um, it, it leads me to ask the question. Okay, so now you're playing. You've got one of the homies with you. Mm -hmm. You guys are playing on on one end. Right. And then this is a it's a online game. This is not an online game. Oh, so it was just you, you got two. I tried to get a full party of four. Could not do it. So it was two of us against computers. And of course, the computer, which leads into my question, the computer is not taking shots. The computer is not, not taking, taking shots. shots. To our knowledge, we held that at like an honor code, which I don't believe yeah. the uh, artificial intelligence decided to honor. Got you. Got you. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Extreme disadvantage, you would say. Yes. Yeah. Easily. Um, wow. Okay. And this was leading up 
to your birthday that you're saying. Correct. This okay. The, the two days before. Okay. So now the day of your birthday. So when did you decide to do uh, this marathon stream session on Twitch? It started, I want to say, for my very first stream, which was sometime in September. Six months later, it was my birthday. I'm like, man, I got to do something special for my birthday. And so I was running through some ideas. I was like, oh, I was going to play this game or do this thing. I'm like, man, wait a minute. This is, this is the birthday. This is the big thing. A 12-hour stream. You see these pop up every once in a while on Twitch. It should be loads of fun. So then I tried it. It uh, 12 hours is quite a long time. You didn't notice? And it was, it was a fun time when I first started. And I kind of made it a habit every six months. Once for my birthday and once for the stream anniversary to do a 12-hour streams. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this wasn't the first, the most recent time. wasn't the first time you've done it. Mm -hmm. um, so you kind of know what to expect going into it. Um, how do you prepare for something like that? Uh, when it comes to 12-hour stream, I have I try to plan what exactly I'm doing in terms of content beforehand. Okay. I try to set it up in blocks. I don't want to do one singular thing for 12 hours. I will drive myself insane. But also, I don't want it to be just me doing things for 12 hours. I want to add as much variety as possible. So I try to get uh, some special guests, some friends of mine to come join in on the festivities. And I also try to make some uh, little games for chat to play that usually affect what I'm doing on the game. Mm. So, you know, really make sure everyone gets their licks in as people love to do in these in these times. That's one thing that I definitely, I mean, um, my Twitch experience is very minimal. Uh, within the last, of course, with quarantine or COVID, um, it's when I've kind of developed more of a, of a presence, if I'm gonna say, I don't know, that, that might not even be the right word, but mm -hmm. I've, I've been more active with Twitch, um, you were the very first account that I followed, and um, then eventually I find out about WVCC Cyclife Radio. Shouts to H2 Owens. Y'all go out, download, stream, cop the new Waterproof album featuring H2O and DJ Proof. Sidebar. Waterproof. Wow. Okay. Yes. It took me way too long to get that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so going back to WBCC, that was the second account that I would follow and, and, and tune into regularly. And then eventually I find out that a lot of the, not a lot of the several of the, the DJs that I'm a fan of from South Florida, they have their own um, streams. And uh, so that's kind of what, how that my, my, uh, my activity or my presence on Twitch started. Um, where was I going with that? This is too early in the podcast for me to lose my train of thought. We haven't even cracked the beer yet. It is, you know, uh, multiple years. Uh, I'm the one that usually talks about Twitch the most. I yeah. think out of all your guests, you might have had only one or two other people, I think, have some sort of experience on there. Okay, so there we go. It brings me back. So the reason I bring that up is because um, yours is probably the one that has the most interaction. Uh, you collect these points while you're watching. And then you could redeem those points for actions, like you said, or uh, games you play along. And uh, yeah, you have a couple on there that I like to I like to usually use my points on, which is making sure you hydrate. <laughs> um, Push-ups are involved. Yes. You're the one that's most active. That was the point I was trying to make was that <laughs> when it comes to like a, you know interaction with the the people in the chat um, or what they're you know how they influence 
the stream, mm-hmm. your yours is the one that has the most. It is always like a, you're, you're hosting the party, and yeah, people come to see you, the host. But if they're all just gonna watch you do something, you know, it's it, it drains really quick. You gotta give them something to stick around for. Correct. So I try to use the channel points. Uh, for a while, I would have the uh, the exercises on there. People started spamming them to ridiculous amounts. So um, I had to limit those, uh, okay. and depending on what activities I participated in beforehand, ultimately cut some of those off. But I do try to make up for it. Uh, I let people, uh, if I ever do a wrestling stream, just recommend uh, matches to watch. Uh, like the, the hydrate one, sometimes I'm talking way too much and playing a game, and I forget to drink water. It happens. Yeah. This is a nice little way for people to get in on that. And sometimes, depending on uh, what I have planned, I'll have little special requests uh, sprinkled in just so that there's always something that people can uh, tune into and maybe look forward to in the future. Got you. Uh, what games did you play that that uh, that stream? So I played uh, Apex Legends, a battle royale similar to the likes of maybe Fortnite. I know it's going to get the uh, most attention. You drop in with your squad of people. You have to be the last team standing. Uh, basic stuff. Then there's Sonic Heroes, a, ch- a game from my childhood. I think one of the first games I played on the GameCube when we first got mm. it wow. a while back. That was oh, quite some time ago. I- I'm very fond of the game, even though it makes me quite angry at times. <laughs> uh, I-, I will not go into, again, some more regretful decisions of things that have been said towards these fictional characters. But... <laughs> I was just gonna that was gonna be my next question is who got the worst of it mm-hmm. was it uh Mario or uh Sonic uh Knuckles and Tails yes or the team of Sonic Knuckles and Tails so I think Mario definitely got the worst of it uh because they were the, what I said to him was directly towards the Italian plumber I think oh, wow. my frustrations with the Sonic heroes were less, there were some times I was still mad at the characters for, you know, not doing what they're programmed to do. But uh, no, Mario definitely got the worst of that exchange. Wow, wow. man. <laughs> Underpaid, overworked, and insulted. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you can't keep track of your own girlfriend and keeps getting kidnapped over and over again, is she really getting kidnapped at this point? Uh... Bowser Jr. does exist, and he does refer to Peach as Mama Peach. Wow. So, Yo, I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> wait a minute. It's yeah. been a while since I played this. At, at, at what console did this happen? This happened on the 2002 release Super Mario Sunshine, what is considered the sequel to Super Mario 64. Bowser Jr. was introduced as a character. He kidnaps Peach <laughs> and says, No one's gonna take away my mama. And Peach goes, Mama? And everyone else is like, Mama? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it's wow. not just about a guy chasing a girl. It's, you know, some Mori type deal going on here in the yes. Mario universe. Yes. Fun fact, in case y'all didn't know. <laughs> Include me in that group because I didn't know. Hey, poll question of the week. Who the hell knew that this was happening in in the kingdom of Mario? Wow. Damn. Damn. Ain't that, I don't even know how to where to go from there. Uh, <laughs> there's, crap. No, there's nothing you can do once you find out that Peach probably ain't what. Damn. Can't trust nobody out here. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Wow. She belonged to the streets. Yo, uh, we're, we're, we're revealing things. <laughs> did, did y'all know this? Because I didn't know this. I, I did not. I, I did not. 
Um, that looks like GTA has found their way into every, <laughs> every game out there. Damn. Okay. All right. So uh, those two games. Um, at what point did you find yourself in the stream where you're like, yeah, this is that time frame where I, I start to slow up? The uh, last 90 minutes. This okay. is when uh, it was just me and my man Jay. Shout out to him. Yes. Uh, we were playing Smash Brothers. And at that point... Uh, you could see it in my face. The eyes were drooping. Uh, I'm kind of going through the motions. I said multiple times, like, hey, guys, this is the part of the stream. I'm glad y'all are here, but I just want to get this over with so I can yeah. go to bed. Because uh, I'm, I'm very much a night owl, so my stream started at 3 p.m. It ended at 4 a.m. Thank you, Daylight Savings Time, you garbage concept that we don't need anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really late by the end of the stream. So I was, we were just playing the game. I tried to make, make some sort of commentary on what was happening. Thankfully, we were gameplay-wise, we were able to do something. But, oh, man, as soon as that 12-hour mark hit, I threw the hands up. I said, all right, we did it. Good night. <laughs> and then I ended the stream. Okay. Through protocol. Got you, got you. Well, um... I mean, I guess it's very, uh, it's very, very honorable of you to to commit to the twelve hours and do the twelve hours. You could have used the daylight savings time uh, to your advantage and been like, fast forward an hour into the future without actually playing the hour. <laughs> it's three o'clock. Y'all ain't gotta go home. Check, I gotta get the hell up off my stream. You could have done that. But you went ahead and you, you told the people it was going to be 12 hours, so you rocked for 12 hours. Rock for 12 hours. I didn't even get a 3 a.m. We skipped it. We skipped it. <laughs> we went right to 4, 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, damn. What's the what's the next stream? Well, okay, so you're not doing anything of that level again until another six months down the line. September. September, September uh, 26th is the official day. 26, 26. There you go. March 26 is 26 are aligning. Yeah, the 26 is... It's a special day in history. There you say. go. But uh, yeah, nothing six out, nothing a 12 hour long until September. Okay. Uh, my days actually will be shifting soon. But right now, if I do stream, it's going to be nights, 10 p.m. starting Sundays, uh, Wednesdays, Thursdays. And that will switch to Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays really soon. That's new stuff I get to put in the show notes. The schedule Gotta fill um, it out. and make sure you guys make sure you go over to uh, twitch.tv backslash venora underscore seo seo um any any games you're looking forward to playing anything coming out that you'd be uh interested in <clears throat> in uh tackling on a stream uh, coming out uh this isn't a new game coming out but playstation is releasing like a bunch of free games as part of their play at home initiative to stay at home Mm. Please, <laughs> we're almost there, guys. The vaccine's coming out, I swear. Uh, what you call it? One of them is Horizon Zero Dawn. It was one of the Game of the Year candidates, I think, for 2018. And it's something I always wanted to get around to, but uh, others took priority. So I'm going to be getting it for free soon, and I can't wait to play that one. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, stay at home, but go outside and get some sun every once in a while. At least sit on the porch. Sit outside, get some sun. Yeah, for real, wherever you're at. Unless you're in some climate that it's... A little unbearable. Sit out in the rain, guys. <laughs> or the snow. It's the snow. Get some snow. Well, no. Well, I think we'll be in full spring effect by the time that this drops. We would be in spring, so I don't think. Uh, then again, weather's crazy, but um, yeah. I, I'm hoping that at that point, even those who are in the most undesirable weather's, 
um, get a break from that and find themselves having a little more time to go outside and enjoy the outdoors, get some of that that uh, that sun provided uh, vitamin, you know, the good stuff, the nurturing stuff. Um, yeah, y'all know what it is. It's uh, Bruce Beats and Eats, and there's definitely a lot more to come. Uh, just because he's been here before doesn't mean he gets a pass on participating in the Bruce, the Beats, and the Eats portion. So y'all know what it is. Stick around. We got a lot more to do. Yee <laughs> Introducing myself at the beginning, I don't think I mentioned who I was. If they don't know okay. by now, yeah, they, they can look at the title. You, yeah, you're yeah, Mr. Yeah. Bruce Beats and Eats. Yeah, sure. That's okay. the official title. Word, word. <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay. Um, we we've made it to the to Bruce portion of the podcast. Uh, this is where my guest the this is where my guest samples four beers, and um, he gives us his thoughts on the beers as we go along. And it's gonna be a little. It's gonna be. It's just for. It's too late for photo, but <laughs> it's gonna be interesting because we've heard several stories from him when it comes to drinking. We just got a drinking story in the earlier part of this, so this is probably gonna pretty much gonna be sample, taste, rate. I think. I think I, I might be able to have one more. For okay. You. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, without a further ado, let's get into these four beers. Like I said, four beers going from left to right. Um, get your thoughts on each one of the beers, and by the time it's all said and done, we'll get a real quick one through four. So, without a further ado, let's shout out Conscious Kings. Conscious Kings for providing this first beer we're going to try. And that is, this first beer is from the Carib Brewery Limited. It is a ginger shandy. It's an herb and spice beer. A ginger shandy. Uh, a ginger for, shandy. For, for those that are uh, historians of the Bruce Beats and Eats, uh, last time a ginger beverage was brought to me. Uh, it was uh, a, a little questionable for my taste, but we're going to go give this one another go. Got um, you. I appreciate that. And I think a listener also appreciates the fact that you're just going to give it the old college try. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I've never had it before, so I'm trying it for the first time. It's, a, it's an urban spice beer or it's... It's categorized as an urban spice beer. Uh, it, the tricky part is it clocks in. The bottle says it clocks in at a 0.9% ABV. Online, it'll say 1.2. I'm going to go with what the bottle says with the 0.9. Uh, and it's brewed out of Trinidad and Tobago. TNT for all my Trinis. Um, now, <laughs> for those who... All right, well, you want to try Let's just give it a go. Let's give it a go and uh, and see what we got here. So, cheers. Cheers, that walked. Okay, you mentioned. All right. Okay, there's there's a face that I was not expecting. It's that's a surprise. You let's go with the fragrance, the aroma. You mentioned, man, that listen. I, I get it's called ginger, right? You expect that scent, but I don't normally expect strong scents from drinks that often. Yeah. I felt like I just took a ginger chew just getting a whiff of that thing. <laughs> just and that gave smelling. me so many bad memories. Okay. Okay. But I'm I'm pleased to report this is actually not as uh this uh not, I don't wanna say bad, you know. Okay. Because obviously it's for different people. But it, it it's working better for me than I thought it was gonna do. Okay. I, I actually think I might finish this one. Alright. Um a shandy from what I I know 
And we usually don't get facts right here, but um, research and development is still yes, we haven't missing. seen from them. No, no, it's not. It's just, yeah, apparently, apparently that department can't even get hired to work from home. Um, <laughs> but uh, a shandy, from what I understand, uh, I understand the shandy is typically a a beer that's been mixed with something just to kind of like break it down or pro- or provide less uh, alcoholic content. Um, lemon shandies are are popular in in. Uh, in um, overseas in Europe, I believe, Brit- uh, in British areas, <laughs> my geography is all off too. Yeah, this is new but, for me too. <laughs> but so a shandy, so a shandy is something. It's, it's not a straight beer. It's a beer that's cut with something else um, to to make it easier drinking. Um, overseas, the 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 drinking age is a lot lower. Eighteen. Even before, I think they oh, even, even before that, they're allowed wow. to drink. I mean, in, in Paris, I think they give the kids wine, or Spain. Spain, the kids are drinking wine by the, by the time they're 11, 12. That sounds Spanish. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> there goes the demographic. <laughs> no, and, and it's very, no, but it's very accurate because a lot of the guests that I've had that are from any Spanish location, they, they'll, they'll share their early beer memories and say, yeah, I was sipping beer when I was. Yeah, this is one youth. of those things where I'm speaking purely from my experience. Yeah. If you have a different experience, hats off to you. Yes. So, pleasantly surprised by this one. Uh, you, you drank it all. Mm-hmm. Way better. I imagine it's way better than your first ginger-based experience here on the show. Yeah. This is okay. a, it definitely closer to a, a ginger ale, like, standard soda, I would like to say. Okay. The, uh, the, the... The little hint of alcohol, I think, really brings it up compared to the last one because last one was a uh, the uh, ginger root, like not even like a yeah, it was an alcoholic beer. beverage at all. So um, yeah, no, the ginger by itself did not cut it, but this is fine. Uh, what's my rating system again? You said out of four. Yeah, well, you go first place to fourth place when by the time we're done. First so, place to fourth. So yeah, just keep that one in mind. <clears throat> if you need to come, there's still some more there. If you need to come back to it or revisit, we still got some more. All right, I'll give this uh, six gingers out of ten. Six out of ten gingers. Okay. We are not here to offend the Reddit. <laughs> I, I didn't I'm, even think about that. I just <laughs> as I'm saying it. No, no, it's one of those things where it's like you, you, I obviously didn't mean that way. No, but, no you, you're ooh. talking about the literal ginger root. Yes, okay. definitely. Let's get into the second beer before we offend other people, please. Um, <laughs> this second beer is from Three Sons Brewing. It is their Viva Mas. Live more. Yes, correct. And uh, this is a Mexican Mexican style lager made with some lime. It clocks in at a 5%. And it's brewed here in Dania, Florida. Give that one a go. Let me know what you think. All right, rather tame on the smell. Oh, oh, that hit. Oh. All right, listen, I, I, I know when I say, when, you know, Corona has brought up as a drink, right? Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to put a lime in there, because if you don't, why are you drinking Corona? That's how I believe Okay. should go. Okay. This is what happened if someone was like, all right, bet, what if we made lime only, and then you drink it without Corona? And um, I, I don't know how I feel about that, okay. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, this is, so in other words... If, correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're saying is uh, there's people who like a little lime in their Corona, 
And then there's people who drink this who like a little Corona in their line. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I, I feel like a little Corona in this line. Well, it's it's the perfect combination both sides. It's like race car backwards. Mm, yes, palindrome. Got you. Okay. Palindrome, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> race car backwards. Yeah, okay. So this is a Mexican-style lager. It has lime. Um, I'm looking. What do you get? What do you get when you look at the label on this one? I think this is what a. Does it remind you of a reject Taco Bell sauce pack. That's it. That's <laughs> what I got too. The Taco Bell sauce pack. Yeah, yes. Good. The brush stroke font on there. Correct. Yeah. So normally, what you would see in the uh, description of the you know the fire sauce, the the mild sauce, uh, the little the <laughs> phrases they put in there. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, we were on the same page. Salute. Uh, we're on the same page there. I'm interested to see. This is something. Um, this is something that I would like to. Uh, I'm gonna have to get over to to DJ EFN, um, Blues Beast, and he's alumni, because I think that this would work well with his um, Crazy Michi, which is um, he's, he has his own line of micheladas. Now micheladas are uh, it's a beer that contains uh, seasoning. <laughs> I know it sounds weird. <laughs> I know it sounds weird. All right, listen, I get that we want seasoning on our food. We don't like plain things. I don't know if I need to be putting some garlic powder in my drinks. Okay. <laughs> okay. So be careful. Could be a future sponsor of the show. Could be a future sponsor. All right, let's, let's go easy. No. Um, but the reason I bring that up is because, um, so it's not seasoning. Okay, it's funny. It is kind of seasoning. So the cup comes, it's it's a, a cup that comes with um, a pre-salted and and um, and uh, seasoned rim. Oh, okay. So the, so the rim of it has seasoning like a oh that like makes more season. sense. <clears throat> Correct. Like you would have like a margarita where they so that's it. That way too literal. <laughs> yeah, but but no, but you're also on point because when you open up the cup inside is a packet of seasoning uh. that you could sprinkle into the beer. Very similar to your ramen noodles. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, All right. See, that makes sense now. Yeah, so it has both. And um, it's a big thing over in the West Coast. Uh, Mexican mm -hmm. culture loves it. It's something they do. It's kind of like, a, instead of a Bloody Mary, it's it's a beer that has a, a mm -hmm. you know, seasoning. Um, I wish I knew more about it. But but definitely, this is the first thing I think of when I taste it. I was like, oh, this would probably be really good for um, the Crazy Michi. Brought to you by DJ EFN and the whole Crazy Hood. Productions. And, and I mean, to be fair, we do like seasoning on our foods. Yes. So I, I am not one to shy away from seasoning on food. So <laughs> this is, it's 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 interesting enough that it warrants a try. For sure. Got you. Um, how many out of how many limes do you think on this one? Ah, I give this one four. Four out of ten limes. Four out of ten limes. Got mm -hmm. you. Okay. Still finished it. Yeah, I see that. <clears throat> All right. Well. That only means that you have to get to the next beer. No. This one here is from Winwood Brewing. It is La Nueva. It is their amber lager. It's a premium amber lager. Oh, premium. Let's, let's, let's listen. We're gonna give these beers the honor and respect that they deserve. Right, top so, shelf. A premium amber lager, despite of what you think about it when you drink it, but it premium. is a premium. <laughs> lager. Let's not get it twisted. Uh, it clocks in at a four point five. Okay. And it's brewed out of uh, Winwood, Florida. Hence the name Winwood Brewing. Absolutely. I actually haven't been there long enough to want to go back. I'm talking about just Winwood Win in general. In general, yeah. Yeah, it's been different since we since the last <laughs> time I remember going down there with you. Mm -hmm. it, things are a little different. Um, but yeah, so you know, shouts to Dave Rodriguez. 
out of Winwood Brewing and the whole staff over there, real cool people. I actually had this one previously when um, in the last episode when I sat down with Soup, and uh, this is the one that I was drinking throughout the night. But uh, let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Hmm. <clears throat> All right. Excuse me again. Salud. So, I'm I'm struggling to find like put a name to the taste. Okay. Like it's it, it doesn't hit till after it's already gone down. Which I yeah. don't appreciate. I feel like it's lying to me. <laughs> I feel like it's like oh hey look at that like, like the the Troy. The Trojan yeah, horse. horse. They're yeah. like, hey, we have a horse. My like, God, oh, this is a nice horse. And it's alcohol. I'm like, oh wait, hold on. Why, why would you do that in the beginning? Um, not not bad though. Okay. That's not that's not bad. This is this is like I can comfortably drink. Nice. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I always recommend. I've said it before, and I I always recommend for those for people who want to branch off from your typical lagers, um, pilsners, the, you know the 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 traditional beers you find at your grocers market or anywhere else or on tap at some of your bars if you want to branch out from the the the, the heineken's the bud lights corona so on and so forth um i always recommend to start off with an amber an amber lager or a red a red lager um which is this one this it kind of like it it brings you into new waters without shoving you into the deep end you know what I mean? that's that's a nice way to explain it because I, I do sense similarities and i think well of the few Pilsners, I think. I think Miller Lite's a Pilsner. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, definitely did not like that one bit. It was something that I think the sink enjoyed much more than oh, I did. I forgot you. But uh, this this does feel like a proper level up from that. It still has the similarities, like you were saying, but it definitely has a a, ni- a more uh, pleasant present taste. Got you. Got you. Excellent. Excellent. Um. So you're still you're still a. Uh, a cider fan. Cider is That's, that's your go-to still. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you encountered any new ciders? <clears throat> oh, I think from last time, I think last time we spoke, I was uh, Angry Orchard and Red's Apple were mm-hmm. the uh, two yeah. uh, common ones. Then uh, Cider Boys, the brand. Okay. The uh, Strawberry Magic. It's a nice little hint of strawberry with the apple. And that's okay. That one. Get Rob- your daily allowance of fruits in there. Absolutely. It's, that one's great <laughs> stuff. Uh, let's see, 1911, the okay. original press uh, from New York. I like, yeah, I like the original one. They had a maple bar- uh, bourbon barrel or yes. something like that. Yeah, I remember trying this oh, also. Oh, man, this, it just too much of the <laughs> syrupy sweet. It killed, I tried to enjoy the apple, but I was not a fan. Okay. I, I was disappointed at that purchase, too. Because that's like a commitment purchase when you grab these things. Yeah, then that's a. Those were sixteen ounce cans. Yeah, and um, and I imagine it was like a four pack. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I tried that one as well. I wasn't as off. I was, I tried it, and I wasn't as off put by it as you were. Mm-hmm. But I, I see where you're saying that the, the maple, and the bourbon, the combination. They they really mask the whole cider feel. Right. It, it takes it out of like to me, it's labeled a cider, but it's but it takes it out of the, your typical cider realm, the cider taste. Yeah, um, no, it, it was something that uh, that was not a pleasant surprise, unfortunately. But uh, they still have other variations. They have a black cherry one I want to try. Okay. Uh, let's see. I know for the cider boys, they have like a I think they have a mango okay. apple one. 
Gotcha. I'm not a fan of mangoes, but I know there are people out there yeah. in the uh, droves compared to my opinion on mangoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a legion of mango lovers. There's, uh, yeah, that, I think in terms of like regular drinks. Oh, also Stella. As a, it's not a cider, but but just on some more regular Stella. Stella, I've uh, grown to appreciate some okay. more. And I've never had a Heineken. You brought it up. I haven't had that. You've never had a Heineken. Okay. I feel like it's one of those like staple ones. You, you have to try it. Yeah. Uh, along with, unfortunately, along with the Miller Lite or something like that. And um, <laughs> <laughs> Miller Lite's getting it. <laughs> it's most light beers. And also shout out, not shout out to Rolling Rock. <laughs> uh, for those that haven't tried Rolling Rock, Rolling Rock, that's absolutely fine. It yeah. is, uh, if you looked up beer in a dictionary... It, there it is. It's the most basic form you can get. Like Cheerios is to cereal, Rolling Rock is to beer. It gets the job done. It, it is what it says it is, but you might as well just eat a loaf of bread. You'll get the same amount of carbs. Got you. Got you. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I Thank you so much for bringing up bread because that brings us to our fourth and final beer. Segways are weird. It'll make sense in a second. It will. The fourth and final beer... It's also from Three Sons Brewing, so we go back to Dania Beach, Florida, and this is their lunchbox. It is a brown ale that clocks in at a 7%. Here's the tie-in. This is a peanut butter and jelly brown ale. Bread, peanut butter and jelly, sandwiches, synergy. Listen, we're all about that synergy. I love so, that. So, as, uh, as I pour myself some as well, because I've never had this one before, mm. uh, just it's this one dropped... Two weeks ago. Ooh, this is so. So this is, a, this is yeah. This is and so was the Viva Mas. I forgot to say that the Viva Mas and the uh, the lunchbox. All right. They both dropped two weeks ago. So uh, fairly new beer. Now let's get into the fragrance of this <laughs> because you have you have a three son story which I want you to share. Yes. But let's get into uh, first what you're getting from it as far as. Aroma wise, and uh, and then eventually taste that damn peanut butter. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll find out a second. Cheers. Oh yeah, salute. All right. Okay. So so peanut butter off the top. You smelled the fragrance was peanut butter. Yes, I did get the jelly taste as it went down. Okay. Definitely makes this more enjoyable. Gotcha. I, I feel like. Who would have thought the missing ingredients of peanut butter was jelly? I mean, it's either that or chocolate. Right? <laughs> like, who would have thought? But uh, to go off where he was going with this three sons story, uh, I was taken there for the first time, family, and uh, I was like, okay. Shouts yeah. to Love Little Monkey. She was there too. Shouts to her. Uh, I was like, you know what? I, I don't really, you know, drink too too much of anything that's not out of my realm. But if there's a place where you want to try new things, it is a it's a brewing company. It's something Correct. like Three Sons. Correct. So I was looking through. I wasn't paying attention to what kinds of beers. This one was apparently a stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, meant nothing to me at the time. I just said, hey, "What is what are the flavors in there?" And I said peanut butter. I said, "Hey man, I like peanut butter. Uh, it's well documented uh, that I like me some peanut butter whiskey." Yeah. So I mean, if you're tuning into the streams, you know about this, which <laughs> means you should probably tune into the streams. Cough, cough, sneeze, sneeze. <clears throat> all wiped down afterwards and clean. <laughs> I was going to say, you're <laughs> but yeah, we get it. So I grabbed this. I, what was it called? I, it was called the PB Kiss. The PB Kiss. Sorry. PB Kiss of Death is what it was for me <laughs> because I tasted that thing. I, I, and the smell, like the fragrance. Oh, nice. 
I can rich, very, creamy peanut butter. I very can inviting. Smell it. And I, I'm getting excited. Like, oh man, this is gonna be great. So I, put, I, I drink it for the first time, and I don't get any of that taste. There was no peanut butter there. I was, I'd been lied to, bamboozled, deceived. What, what's the Stephen A. quote? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bamboozled. <laughs> Lied to. <laughs> so and oh man, I, when I finally did get the hint of peanut butter afterwards, I am not a stout person. That, yeah. that is just the story at the end yeah. of the day. I, yeah. I even tried for a second time. Yeah. Sometime afterwards, I was thinking maybe I just wasn't used to drinking that stuff before. I'll give it another. No, it, it did not work for me. Um, if you like the PB kiss, shouts to you. It, it's just stouts are not for me, and I've come to accept that in my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I finished the beer, and that became a fan. Um, but what's good for one is not always good for the other. Uh, the original, like, initial sips of this lunchbox, it almost brings me back that time. But the jelly is like, it's okay. I'll save you. And it pulls me out from the depths. So that's why I'm still drinking it. I think, I think last, I don't know if I finished all, all of them last time. No. no so I'm finishing did. them all this time. There you go. There you go. While you're drinking that, let's just jump back to La Nueva because we didn't get your how many Nuevas out of Nueva. Would you give that one? Oh, this one. I'm going to have to get another. You have, you have any yeah, yeah we got some more. We got some cool, cool. Um, I, I do remember like positives about it. You ain't going to go too crazy here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> just for, for context, he only poured like a quarter of it in. Yeah. <laughs> so we got maybe one ounce of beer there. <clears throat> Yeah, no, okay. Now right. I remember. Uh, we got that one up. Five nuevas at a time. Five nuevas at a time? All right, time to okay. drink some water. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, Sorry, I, had I, feel, I feel a swollen right now. <laughs> yeah. Right, I should have just went with my gut feeling. Because my gut's feeling. Yeah. It's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, okay. So it's now that we did, we did La Nueva Justice and you gave it a five out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we sitting with the uh, lunchbox? How many uh, PBJ sandwiches out of 10? I think these, this is going to be six triangle cut PBJ sandwiches out of 10. Out of 10. So we made it. We made it to the time, the portion. Where, the portion. We've been in the portion. Portions. We made it to the moment where you give us the one through four. So uh, if I stand corrected, we're going to go. I think I gave two of them sixes, and I think they were both gingers. Someone can rewind the tape if need be. Yeah. But I think my opinions will still reflect, uh, properly reflect, 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 reflect. Yes. Um, I think I'm gonna put the uh, the Viva Mas. I'll okay. put that at the bottom. S four. Okay. La Nueva at three. Okay. Uh, Shandy at two, and I'll give the lunchbox the top spot. Wow. The, the jelly okay. really does save this one. It, yeah. It makes it really nice. And it's a lose to you. You granted that one as well. Bruce Beast and East, y'all know what's up. Uh, that means that this uh, segment ended and uh, we still got to talk Beats and East. So y'all stay tuned. Rockin beats, 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 rockin beats, beats, beats. Bruce Beast and East, the podcast, and we have made it to the beats portion of the podcast. I still got X, aka Venora Sayo. Yes, yes. With me. And uh, when we do these segments, they're always entertaining. Uh, for me, at least, I don't know what the listeners experience, but um, when I get to talk music uh, with X, it's it's always pretty entertaining. I'm glad I can provide. Yes. 
And this is typically where I ask my guests uh, what their uh, musical taste is. I already know what his musical taste is. And, uh, and for those who have been tuned in, know, might know, might remember, maybe not. But I, I do want to get into maybe some new stuff you've heard. What, I normally, what I've been doing these past few years, because Spotify has their own little rap that they do. And they take the raw data from whatever your Spotify is and give you, hey, you've been listening to this, that, and the third. The year-end. <clears throat> the year-end uh, raps. Now, the problem with that is I use Spotify and I play certain songs for my streams. So my data is always skewed and not exactly reflective of what I was listening to okay. or what I ended up appreciating because sometimes it's too late in the year when I like a song, it doesn't get enough playtime, it doesn't make the list. So polka music was not supposed to be your number one. Po polka was not supposed to be my number one, it. but it was requested enough times. This is all a joke. But so what I do, I make a playlist on Spotify. <laughs> I label it my prospective jams of insert year here. And I add and take away as I start uh, feeling some new songs and losing some of the others. Uh, I think in terms of uh, discovering uh, new ones, uh, when I say discovering new, it's new for me. Uh, okay. I am very slow when it comes to listening to music. Mm. Uh, a new out there's like two artists out there that I will jump on an immediate release for, and that's Lupe Fiasco, okay. and that's Maddion, Maddion, an EDM producer, compared to Lupe being a rapper. So those are the only two artists that I actually listen to when new stuff comes out, and neither of them have come out with anything in the past few months, and I don't think any of them, either of them, are coming out with anything relatively soon. To make up for these, uh, you know, missing elements in my life, I've uh, started branching out to some of the albums that I've downloaded and never actually listened to. One of them being uh, an album you're not fond of, to my knowledge, Snoop Dogg's classic, <laughs> 1993 Doggy Style. Listen, I, it is, I'm not gonna sit here and say this is the most quality album you're gonna listen to. Uh, I think when it comes to songs that I like the most on there, uh, The Shiznit is one. <laughs> and the ending track, Pump Pump. I think those two are probably like my favorites on there. Okay. Ain't No Fun, maybe third. Okay. The amount of unwarranted testosterone boosts that these songs provide for me has got me through a lot of days. But I had to have drank my Respect Women Juice afterwards, otherwise it's gonna be a bad day for everyone else involved. I do, uh, it, it is some songs you can turn on, you can vibe with, get down, and then immediately afterwards you're like, all right, was that really nurturing for me? No, but I, hey, I enjoyed the time. It's kind of like drinking alcohol when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg is my alcohol in terms of music. Yes, you do it for a, I guess a pleasure, but don't expect anything uh, nutritional from it. This is not something that you sh you can be bragging about to your friends. Like, yo, there's this great line out here that says, I don't love these hoes. I'm out the door. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not yeah. groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. And not yeah. necessarily a very supportive message. But if you get into a vibe, you kind of just listen. And I will not judge anyone for that because there are people who listen to all these other artists with vibes and... Uh, nonsensical lyrics yeah uh, there are many videos you can find on the internet that explain right you probably think of a few artists in your mind when you uh, heard me say that i was gonna say insert, insert rapper, rapper blank here. insert uh stadium country here insert what's on y100 maybe here yes correct yeah, just a few names uh Very something true. that surprised me was uh hosier Actually, one of his songs. Why does uh, that sound familiar? Hozier. Uh, that's, uh, I've heard Take of Me to Church. He was. Uh, got you. He blew up for. Got you. Yes. Uh, this is off of an EP called Nina Cry Power. The song is titled NFWFB. Nothing fucks with my baby. 
Okay. A friend of mine recommended this song, and I'm like, this is not something I think I'd ever listen to. But I gave it a shot, and I, I, I admittedly kind of liked this. I'm like, you know what? A friend recommended it. It's not that bad. I'll, I'll go with it. It's not in my usual ballpark, but I, I've grown an appreciation to it. Okay. Uh, speaking of Common Sense's Resurrection, All right. that was mentioned at the top of the broadcast. Yes. Uh, I think Watermelon is the one song that immediately stuck out to me. When I listened to an album for the first time, I'm kind of half listening to it. Something will come out and grab my attention. That was the one. I really liked the, the beat on that one. Okay. That, really that, nice should be, that should have been No ID off production, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it might have been Twilight Tone, maybe, but I believe that was a, a No ID production. So that one I, I really liked. Um, no ID that went on to produce uh, Death of Auto Tune and oh. uh, also the 444 album. Hey, look, yes. those are two things I actually like from Jay Z. Look at there that. Yeah. All right, hey, you learn something new every day. Uh, I also caught, uh, dance around with some producers, sometimes listen to some instrumentals. Uh, Pete Rock is always one I go to. Yeah. No matter what, uh, it's Pete Strumentals 1 and 2. Get constant airtime on my ears. And uh, I recently actually was like, wait a minute, hold on. There's a specific song, Troy, and I know there's an album that goes with it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I added it to my Spotify. So at some point in the near future, I will finally listen to Mecca and Mecca the Soul. And the Soul Brother. Uh, good things so far from that. Uh, the song that comes to mind for Pete Rock is Accelerate. It's from Peach Gemetals 2. It's a it's a really nice uh, high volume kind of like high impact kind of beat. I really like that. <clears throat> Black sheep. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. I don't, I don't know. I, like, I always thought to myself, man, I can't be saying stuff like that every time I start a sentence. This man starts every song on the album with listen. Uh, Strobe light, honey, is the one I, I like to have fun with. That one. That was a funny song, guys. It's again. Lighthearted. Not much nutritional value, but man, you sometimes use it's it's a relatable situation, you know? <laughs> On both sides of the spectrum. On any side of the spectrum. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a girl that talks to a guy and then she's like, yeah, mm, uh, maybe not on this one. <laughs> we can all relate to this, guys. We can all relate to it. And I think stepping slightly out of the hip hop realm to wrap things up. Actually, no, before I do that, I lied to you. Gangstar. I put in more time on Gangstar. For two years in a row, Check the Technique made my top songs. Okay. Uh, that one, ugh, that's just a, a master class. See if you could follow it. That, that's, that's a, that one's an amazing track. Uh, that whole album, Step in the Arena, great stuff. But I've been listening to uh, Daily Operation. Okay. And I, I think I'm the, interested in that. I gotta okay, go ahead. The, the two songs I have from here are uh, Conspiracy. That one's just kind of like a daily reminder. Yeah, no, there's still some work to do, and I, it's it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of things that people don't know, but are, have been going on for quite some time. I, I like to keep that in there. It balances out Snoop Dogg for sure. <laughs> and uh, then the other one is take it personal. Okay, take it personal. It's uh, I think that is a, as a lesson fantastic. Thing. Smash mouth style and the ugly offense. It's telling you straight as it is. Take it personal. Take it personal. We don't want you confused at all. Nope, this is, I'm saying it as it is. There's no, there's no trying to say something. There's no, I'm, I think if I said it, I said it. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. All right. So I saw you stepping out of the hip hop realm. Well, A-Ball Nation, uh, they were uh, known for a sale, I think in 2010. They had an album sometime in 2018 called uh, Here Comes the Runts. And I've listened to, a, there's a song on there called Passion. 
and it kind of flows into the second song, which is the one I have on here, Sound Witness System. It's it's definitely experimental. It's alternative. Uh, I don't know if I could safely recommend this to a wide variety of people. Uh, do give it a try. See what uh, you think about it. But do go in uh, very cautious on that one. I, can, I can't uh, put that one as like a top recommendation for uh, how out of it it is. And uh, I think I, I would be... Uh, a bit rude to not include Haley Williams as part of my uh, rotation. Uh, she's the uh, front woman for Paramore, and she okay. recently branched out to do some solo work. Uh, very, very different from the rock or uh, pop tones that she used to have with that group. Uh, Sugar on the Rim and Cinnamon are my two favorite songs. Oh, and that's Pebbles uh, for Armor. And she also has Flowers for Vases that came out earlier this year. So uh, there's definitely my non-hip-hop choices. I will put those two as my uh, top picks as well. Haley Williams, you said. Haley Williams. Okay. That woman's been through a lot. Not bad. I, uh, you can tell through the music. Yes. The, the music is very like, oh, no, this is actually kind of depressing. And why am I hearing this right now? It's, 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 it can be kind of scary at times. Wow. But uh, it, it's definitely cool to see that a different side of an artist after all these years where you kind of see them as one figure yeah. one type of style they branch out yeah. so yeah Haley Williams shout out to her oh shit okay dope uh let me go back to early on um well okay most recently uh so uh step in the arena daily operation uh which one do you think is better step in the arena okay there, there is a uh, uh daily operation I feel like at sometimes it, things get choppy Mm-hmm. Album. Okay. Like the the flow is Rough not seas. yeah the flow is not as apparent like it's step I think I'm pretty sure stepping in the account beforehand correct correct yes. so I, I, that was always weird to me I always thought the daily operation came out beforehand because like oh it, you could see that there's times where it doesn't quite flow right gotcha. they're, they're still working things out and then I was told oh yeah that came out afterwards which surprised me yeah you know there's definitely like I said take a personal probably one of the highlights of that album. But uh, man, Stephanie Arena just front to back all the way through. There's not one thing I can come, I can skip on there. Gotcha. And, that, and that's what it really matters. Yeah. When you give me an album, if I if there's something I can skip on there, it, it lowers it down quite a bit yeah. for me. I, I need to be listening all the way through, no interruption. And Stephanie Arena definitely gives that more than a daily operation. Okay. okay. My other one was uh, my other question was going back to a little earlier in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Lupe Fiasco, did you check out the tape tape? Because I think that's something I that he did just... take out the tape tape. Okay. I haven't heard it yet. Knowing <sighs> knowing my... Oh, okay. I don't even know if I should ask the question. <laughs> no, ask you, it. You knowing uh, uh, when and when I, when I do and when I don't appreciate Lupe's music, mm-hmm. uh, where does that put me as a Lupe I fan? do not think you want to listen to tape tape. Gotcha. To be honest okay. with you. Uh, it, and I... I I can appreciate where he was going with the tape tape. It's like a quick two songs, but uh, oh, so it's only two songs. I'm it's only right. two songs. It's side A and side B. Side of the tape A and tape. side B. That's it. it. One's the tape, the other's the tape. Can't get yes. much simpler than that. Okay. But um, no, this is definitely even more experimental than Lasers was, and wow. for me personally, it did not quite hit. Mm. So uh, okay. d- definitely go into that w- uh, with caution. However, do listen to House. The house EP. Okay. That one is with great the, stuff. With the cat that Kaylin, Kaylin, uh, Kaylin Ellis. Kaylin Ellis produced House. Right. Which, yeah. uh, he started that based on an 
a beat that was posted on Twitter. Kayla was supposed to be on Twitter because like in one of the songs he actually describes how his day went when he found that beat and what he did to sample it and then uh, make a rec- uh, track out of it. Gotcha. So and that, and that one's a really great album. That uh, album uh, EP. It's a, it's a really nice comparison. More uh, attuned to uh, stuff you would see and uh, listen in uh, the cool uh Drogas wave yeah and uh of course the original food and liquor correct correct dope okay yeah, damn all right well uh yeah man we hit him with a good amount of beats you you were very thorough oh wait let's you know what let's do this um because i don't know if people remember the fact that i do have several playlists put together on spotify myself so if you're listening to this on spotify and you've already done your due diligence and hit follow on Bruce Bees and East, which I implore all of you to do. I do too. <clears throat> okay. While you're there, check out the playlists. Um, it's the um, what is it? The the pledge, the turn, and the prestige. Those are the three playlists. I got a couple of. I got those are the most fully developed playlists, and uh, they each cover a a timeline or a an area, a time frame in hip hop. Um, from my early listening days up until this point, you know, I break it down into three segments. And um, I also got the vibrations on there, which is mostly instrumentals, all instrumentals. And then I'm also working on the sample dish as we speak, which is um, a playlist curated of songs that are the originals to a lot of the samples of the hip hop that we come to know. Now love. that is something I can get down with. <clears throat> I'm still surprised to this day when I hear a song like, wait a minute. Yes. I know that from somewhere. That's gotta be from so, somewhere. <laughs> so California Soul is on there, which is uh, which was used by Premier on Gangstar Step in the Arena. And I can't remember the name of the song right now, but uh, yeah, it's on there. There's, there's uh, connections. Um, and while you're there, you might as well check out Sayo's Perspective Jams of 2021 on Sayo Instagram story. There should be a link there. If not, you can type in the name and I will try to figure out how to make that link work because Instagram is not an easy app to navigate and figure out how to do things with. But yes, you can check that out. It's all the jams that I'm listening to at the current moment, my most played stuff. And it constantly gets updated throughout the year until the end of the year where I close it off for that calendar year. I said year about five times in that. Take a drink every time if you feel like it. <laughs> yes. Turn this thing into a fun family-filled event. Family-filled Yeah, get, get the kids involved. <laughs> if you're from Spain, you understand what I'm talking about. Just get the kids involved in a drinking game while listening to Bruce B. Sinise. What can go wrong? For Y'all like- <laughs> I wasn't gonna let him answer that question. Y'all stay tuned. We still got the East to get into. It's Bruce Bees and East the podcast. For legal reasons, that's a joke. Bruce Beeson eats the podcast, and we have reached the eats portion. I still got the Norisayo X eats, and and we're gonna talk eats. Um, definitely gonna talk eats because that's what we're supposed to do at this point in time. It's only right. Yeah, and it, it wouldn't be a complete episode without some eats talk. So let's start off with what we just what we just had. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you're, you're still a big fan of the burgers. I take it that hasn't changed from the previous two go rounds. Of course. Listen, if I could eat a burger every day with no health consequences, I'd probably do it. Matter of fact, (laughs) did it? Wait a minute. Okay. So (laughs) going back to that 12 hour stream you did. Correct. How, how many burgers did you have during that thing? So I, okay, so I started the stream by getting myself some charta. I wanted something nice and heavy to get me through the early portion. Okay. And then as the night went on, I, I got, uh, I got like a little snack, nothing too crazy. But as I got to the, like the late night portion of it, I was like, dang, I kind of need to, kind of need to make something, but I don't really have the time. So I went on good old, uh, <clears throat> insert delivery app here. Yeah. And... Without even thinking, I usually just look at whatever the delivery fees are. I okay. try to go a dollar fifty or less, and I wasn't even—I wasn't even thinking about what I had earlier. I'm like, oh, you know, I haven't had Wendy's in a bit, so I go and have some Wendy's, and I get two Junior Bacon cheeseburgers from that. And as I start eating them, when I finally come, I'm like, wait a minute, I already had burger today. Why didn't I double down on the burgers? Okay, so wait, wait. Let's take a step back, and then that that uh, for those who are in the South Florida listening audience, you might be familiar with Char Hut. I don't know how far south they go, but definitely if you're in the uh, the Fort Lauderdale Broward area, you're gonna run into a Char Hut. And if you haven't, you should. Okay, so what did you get at Char Hut? Let's let's break down. The, I mean, besides the burger, let's get some details in what the burger right. was. So with when it, when it comes to burgers for me, I'm a very uh, I'm a very simple man. Like uh, I don't do, I don't go too crazy with the toppings usually. And uh, Char Hut, no exception. I've got I think the third, the regular Char Burger, uh, medium well, lettuce, tomato, some bacon, uh, cheese. I think that they only have like an American cheese. Yeah. At base. Yeah. Uh, some cheese fries, which is uh, fries with a little cup of nacho cheese because you, who could be bothered to put the cheese on the fries? <laughs> I, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's more for traveling purposes, especially if you had it delivered. This is absolutely true, but also I'm never going to be satisfied. Okay. Then there's the uh, Dr. Pepper uh, large because I needed something to carry me through for a while. I needed the caffeine. I needed the caffeine. Gosh. I, at the end of it, I definitely need it. Okay. So then jumping back to... You know, the present time in the story, you had uh, two burgers from Wendy's. They were the bacon double cheeseburgers? Junior bacon cheeseburgers. Junior bacon cheeseburgers. Part of their value menu. They're definitely on the lower side of things, which I'm a firm believer that if you're ordering anything that's not off a value menu at a fast food place, I really don't think you're maximizing the value of your money. Gotcha. Gotcha. This is this is uh, tips and tricks for you all. Uh, these overpriced, fancy-looking burgers and concoctions they have, <laughs> they, they, they're great. But man, nothing beats the simplicity of a nice solid cheeseburger okay. with lettuce, tomato, bacon, mayo, both of them optional. Spice it up if you'd like. So um, speaking of value menus, and, and we usually don't give a lot of shine to fast food spots here. There's been guests in the past that have, you know, talked it up about particular food, fast food spots. But as far as value and 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 quality of value in price and, and quality of what you're getting mm-hmm. um what's what's your top place uh top place Ooh, here's the thing so when it comes to fast food places fast food burgers specifically um gonna have to consider a few options one burger king is not gonna be anywhere near this okay we do not appreciate burger king in this household Damn. Uh, okay. Burger King was uh, a painful memory of a time at my first job of Michael's, where there was not much in the area during my 30 minute break and not having a car. 
So if I didn't bring anything for lunch, I had to go to Burger King. And wow. man, after a while, you get numb to it. Okay. Then I took a nice, long, deserving break, and I realized, man, these burgers are mostly tasteless. I don't. Okay. I, I So definitely Burger King is not part of that conversation. Uh, McDonald's, the nice, good yellow, red and yellow. It's it, it's not good food. I'm not going to. McDonald's is not known for its quality. It's for the fact that no matter what, you're getting the same consistent taste for a very low price. Yeah. It, it's it's all reliable, okay? It's not your first choice, but if, if you're running low on options and you, you're kind of looking at your ears like, ah, you really can't go too wrong with McDonald's. Okay. But definitely not my top choice. Um, Checkers made me throw up twice. <laughs> Damn. Uh, well, there goes that. <laughs> there goes that, that sponsorship. And here's the thing. Like, the Checkers is good. It, good food. They have yeah. Their burgers are good. The Big Buford. They just don't agree with. They yeah, just, I know. The Big Buford is when I was... When I was messing around with fast food like that, it was uh, Big Buford was the way I would go too. Big Buford is a real, just a nice quality burger, but man, my stomach did not agree with it both times. Huh. So huh. unfortunately, okay. I cannot put uh, checkers on there. Although it's less checkers' fault, maybe my stomach. Gotcha. Maybe a, man. Moving on. <laughs> if I'm gonna put in terms of, and I think it's not, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. But it, uh, we're still kind of gray area. <laughs> Um, if we're classifying a fast food restaurant by the fact that it has a drive-thru, okay. technically Charhead has a drive-thru. That's true. I don't know how fast I'd call that. Well, surprisingly, okay, so if you walk into a Char Hut, mm-hmm. you see them make your burger step by step. Step by step, which is appreciated. To the point where when it gets to the 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 station where they top the burger mm-hmm. it's you're picking out what you want as they're putting it on there when you go inside yes when you go inside mm-hmm. so considering that's all happening when you go inside the fact that there is a drive through and it's and it's something that they they manage it's not like the longest way it, it's they, definitely not they 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 do the best they can with the fact that yeah. they're making everything right there in yeah. front of it so that is, I'm gonna leave that to everyone else to decide if they want to classify that as fast food. fast food or not. Well, but going back to the that the topic is they don't have a value menu there. They do not have a value menu. So you're paying full price. Yeah. So that, that automatically that omits. This is we are we are talking value menu stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Checker still wouldn't make the list then at that point. Even though I mentioned Big Buford. Yeah. Um, uh, if I had to go, it, it'd have to be Wendy's. Wow, it okay. really does. The square burger, the square patties, square patties because they don't cut it. corners. That's the whole that's the logic behind that. No, you don't have to do there's no need for a rim shot. That's actually <laughs> that's actually what it is. It's the reason they don't they have square patties is because they, they say they don't cut corners. So, man, if you didn't I, know, another new thing we're <laughs> learning today, but um, know. yeah, it's uh, it's just slightly more expensive. It's slightly more expensive than what you would get at McDonald's, but the quality is infinitely higher at Wendy's. Yeah, in my humble opinion. Okay, okay. You want to hear a pretty interesting, <laughs> a pretty interesting uh, Wendy's story by my uh, standards? Feel free. Okay, uh, Wendy's. Uh, Dave Thomas <laughs> was the creator of Wendy's. His, I believe his daughter's name was Wendy. Uh, I hope so. It'd make the most sense. She's the she's the logo. Um, Dave, the Thomas family owns a residence in Florida. Wow. Okay. Um, in my, in my line of work, um, I ended up taking a call at the Thomas house. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, (laughs) the funniest thing. Okay. I'm not making this up. So I think at this point, 
Dave Thomas had already passed, uh, but Mrs. Thomas uh, was still uh, residing at this res this particular residence. And um, <clears throat> so they, I get a call to go service the air conditioning at the Thomas household. Okay. Huh. Uh, location I'm not going to disclose, of course not. but, uh, and who knows, they might not even be there anymore. Huh. But the call that I got was <laughs> the Africa room is hot. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. Uh, typically, when you get dispatched to a call, they will tell you, um, you know, what location of the house, master bedroom, uh, you know, you know, or the whole house. Mm -hmm. uh, some places, you know, you might end up getting a, a guest bedroom or the guest house call, so on and so forth. Okay. So <laughs> I get this call for the Thomas residence and uh, and and it said Africa, <laughs> the Africa room is hot. And I couldn't help but think <laughs> of the term that people have used time and time again. It's Africa hot. <laughs> That's like the first thing that came to mind. So long story short, I pull up to the residence, introduce myself, and then they point me in the direction of the quote unquote Africa room. Now, without giving away anything, were you surprised at the contents of the Africa room? It was like, you, it was, you, had, you had such a vague description of the Africa room. Like, yeah, why would you call it that? Why, <laughs> yes, I, I don't know. But it was very fitting. You go in there, there's all types of safari decorations, oh. um, animal sculptures, uh, uh, you know, everything, everything, from, you know, all types of decor from Africa. Hence the Africa room. Wendy's is for the culture. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they might be, but I know that they're definitely savage on Twitter. Apparently, <laughs> yes. They they get their they get their savage tweets on. Uh, but yeah, that's my that's my Wendy's story. So wow, yeah, there you go. I hope y'all enjoyed that. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed that. Shout out to Wendy's. Shout out to Wendy's. Okay. Um, so Wendy's reigns supreme mm -hmm. over your value slash fast food, fast food restaurants with the best value when it comes to value meals. Correct. Okay. Now brings me back to where we started off at, which is we happened to enjoy some burgers before we got into this eats portion. Yes, we did. Uh, I'm, you know, should we shout? Should we put out the? Should we shout the name out? I guess. I well, there's an interesting story because we're gonna talk about <laughs> from delivery, from ordering to pick up to enjoying. I think we should, right? Yeah, I guess. Full experience. Should. Okay, so we uh we actually were coming. We came across roads where we were trying to decide where to order burgers from, mm -hmm. and um, and we settled on Habit Burger, the Habit Burger Grill. Habit Burger Grill, probably, and also another Broward staple, I think. I don't know if there's too many of those down south. Comment section, my people's down south, let me know if there's a Habit Burger in your area. Um, I'd be interested in knowing if there is one or not. Yeah, because I think I've only seen, like, one or two in, like, the past five years. Yeah. No other time. Yeah. So, um, and other burger places have come and went, I think, at the same time, too. Oh, wow. Um, R.I.P. Smash Burger. Ah, oh, Smash yeah. Burger. Yeah. So... Uh, so we decide to order online, place an order for curbside pickup. Um, you went with the, I went with, uh, I think it is their regular standard char burger. Okay. Once again, less tomato, a little bit of mayo, some bacon. It's, it's a classic formula. I feel like any place should be able to pull that off. 
with little to no issue. That's kind of like my guideline for burgers across the board. Okay. Which brings me back to the Burger King statement you said, mm-hmm. where if you're going plain, like not plain, but you're going very minimal mm-hmm. on the toppings and the condiments, mm-hmm. it doesn't mask the burger. T- like the burger, it, it, the burger doesn't lend anything to it. <laughs> the burger does not help the Okay, <laughs> so, so it helps that if you're going to go with, you know, <clears throat> some run-of-the-mill toppings, mm-hmm. you might want to have a burger that, that has its own flavor, its own Character. Okay. All right. I wanted to get that out of the way. Um, I myself ordered the uh, San Fran char, Mm -hmm. which was a a double patty burger. uh, Santa Barbara. uh, I'm sorry. San Fran, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Let's get get our Sands, our Saints. Um, (laughs) uh, Santa Barbara char, uh, sourdough toast, two patties, cheese, uh, smashed avocado, lettuce, tomato. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a garlic aioli involved too. I think that might have been. Sounds about I right. I think so. I think so. Um, <clears throat> I, I made the error. I know we were talking about the side, and we said I, I felt like I should have had some fries, so we ordered. So fun thing, my burger came with the meal, so I just took it off as a side order because mine came with came with. Fries. Okay, all right. So that's how those fries got there. That's how those fries got. Bam. And then uh, so we placed the order, went out, picked it up. Uh, recorded the three previous segments, mm-hmm. took a trip, picked it up, came back. You had ordered yourself a drink as well. Um, when we got when we got here, we proceeded to enjoy with with the with the purpose of being uh, for research, research purposes. That's research all. Purposes. Every time I eat food is for research. I tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because those calories don't count when it's for research. Absolutely not. Those are written off taxes. <laughs> correct, correct. So. Um, so your your burger experience? Oh well, before I go into that, I realized on the after I pick up, very courteous, pulled up, let them know I was here through the through the uh, the, the link that they sent, and they came out, gave me the uh, the food and the drink, pulled off, no problem. Oh, nice. um, as I'm driving back, I realize they do have crispy green beans that oh. I could have ordered instead of the fries. Ah. Which I would have preferred over the fries, but it dawned on me a second, you know, a second too late, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then there was a trip back to the house. We got here, we ate. Uh, what did you think of your burger? Uh, so the burger itself was uh, it was really good. Uh, it was uh, I think the the trip didn't do its favors, but I'm not gonna count that against the burger itself because the actual quality of it remained intact. There was nothing. Uh, inherently wrong with it. Uh, there's cooks to order. Uh, every, everything kind of went well together. The burger itself was, they, they put some time into it. Gotcha. I like that. Gotcha. Um, now, the drink, on the other hand, is a little separate from the burger. But, uh, you, you know, not everyone's perfect. And uh, my drink was incorrect. They must have uh, given me a, su- not even a, a fruit punch. It was like a cherry, like, like a black cherry kind of drink, whatever okay. it was. Uh, I did not enjoy it. I missed my uh, Coke No Ice. Yeah, so you ordered a Coke, no ice. You got a cherry, some type of concoction with ice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and uh, no, it, it definitely did not go with the burger or with me in general. Okay. I, I did not finish that one. Got you. So in terms of overall experience, there's there's that little uh, smudge there. Okay. But it, in general, it was it was a good burger. I, I'm okay. satisfied with the meal. Nice, nice. Okay. The Santa Barbara on my behalf um, wasn't bad at all. I'm glad you mentioned it, that the uh, definitely... The road back and forth, or well, there and back, 
or mm-hmm. we're actually coming back. <laughs> Didn't do the sourdough bread, the toast, any justice. Oh no, because little... yeah, because by the time it gets here, you know, I mean, it wasn't much. It was maybe a fifteen minute ride, mm-hmm. but um, it did take away some of the. The, it, it didn't have that crunch, that Texas or the yeah the garlic toast or Texas toast crunch to it. Right. Uh, but besides that, I, I enjoyed the sandwich thoroughly. I thought it was really good. Um, again, I've said it here before. The burger is the burger is probably my ideal uh, sandwich, just because it's that's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. You could always add stuff onto it. Um, avocado, I think I like on burgers. That's always welcome. Whether you go candied bacon, fried egg. Uh, maybe some caramelized onions if that's your type of thing. Whatever it is that you know, that's where that's where I to me that's where the magic lies. The burger is the canvas. Yes, yes. And you get to do a lot of things with that canvas. Correct. It's the sandwiches. Usually, it's like you put a certain type of meat on there. You can only put other types of stuff with it. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't work. But the burger, it's ultimately blank canvas. Blank canvas. Damn. Okay. Damn. That was a good amount of burger talk. Mm. Yeah, even got a Wendy story in there. Um, where else have you discovered recently? You know, it's been a year since we spoke on mm. this platform here. Um, where's somewhere else that you've discovered recently? Um, I don't think I mentioned burgers aside. Burgers aside, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Fat Boy Sushi uh, is a spot that uh, a secondary location that popped up in our area. The original, I believe, is in Cooper City. Okay. So there's one a, a little more up north there. Uh, for a while, I think my go-to sushi spot was the, the Amazing Asian Bistro. Okay. Great stuff there. I haven't had too many problems, but I, I get like the same two things every time. But uh, Fat Boy Sushi, their volcano rolls. It's their take on the baked uh, seafood on yeah. top. Mm-hmm. Every place does it differently. Uh, some people have like a more mayonnaise-y. It's kind of saucy. Yeah. It's a little too heavy. I'm not too big of a fan of those. And what I liked about Amazing Asians was the fact that they got rid of most of the sauce and just left the baked seafood on there gotcha. with <clears throat> just enough to kind of give it that flavor. Yeah. But man, when Fat Boy Sushi came up to me, all right, the <laughs> Fat Boy himself came up to me <laughs> and he delivered my plate of sushi. Yeah, he, he recognized the illustrious podcast that was within his presence. He said, oh, these are the bruised beats and eats people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta go say what's up. And so when the sushi was put on my plate, I noticed that it wasn't just little shreds of baked seafood. Yeah. These were whole chunks mm. that they put on top. Manageable with chopsticks. like Man- Yes, manageable yeah. chopsticks. A <laughs> nice bit of eel sauce drizzled on top. Yeah. Took the bite. I believe it was uh, Connie on the inside, avocado, and I want to say a third thing. It, it, it all blended together beautifully. Yeah. It's probably one of the best sushi spots I've been to in a while. Okay. Definitely my new number one. Okay. I, it was, went there not too long afterwards with all a right. friend of mine, and they gave it the same rate of approval. Really? Okay. Yeah. So the homie homie gave it the thumbs up as well. He was uh, he was on the same page. Yep. The Fat Boy Sushi is, is where it's at. Nice. Nice. Okay. Um, Fat Boy Sushi. Uh, what what else? All right, so what other, what other types? Of, man, it's kind of hard to say what other types of food 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 fuel. <laughs> what types? What other types of food fuel a uh, a stream session? I mean, but you covered it. It's pretty much value. Is it all burgers or? It, it's not all burgers. I mean, you can't have chicken wings because you got a controller in your hand. Yeah, no, it's too yeah. messy. Yeah. Uh, what Wawa? Shout out to Wawa and existing. 
Like that's just <laughs> And that's all over South Florida. It's all any fleas all over South Florida now. It took yeah. a while. Yeah. But uh, they have a wide variety of things, so I can always change things up if necessary. Gotcha. I can get uh, like a chicken tender bowl with some mash and mash, uh, mac and cheese. Okay. I can get uh, a Philly cheesesteak there if I want to. Gotcha. I can get a rice bowl with some lettuce and uh, whatever. They're, they're not their gyro because they don't have lamb. No. It's a different, it's like some other type of shredded beef. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes I'll mix it up with that. There's just so many options there. Okay. Uh, all of them are decently reliable. I don't think I've had a bad something at Wawa. Gotcha. So, you know, jack of all trades. Okay. Yeah. They, so, they managed to do a little bit of everything well. Yes. Is there one thing that they excel at that you think? Uh, de- definitely the hoagies. Oh, okay. The, the che- whatever. The Philly cheese steak is an option. The, they have a chicken steak option. Okay. Um, they have, you know, ham. They have BLTs, sliced gotcha. ham. It, so, so many things. The sandwiches are definitely the strong points mm, at Wawa. Okay. Did you uh did you ever get I mean the first time we encountered Wawa was in Pennsylvania. Did you ever eat at the Wawa in Pennsylvania? Because I know So my first experience with Wawa was actually in Ohio. Oh, okay. So this was when I was doing the uh, Marta indoor percussion. We gotcha. took a trip to Ohio for championships and as part of our late night bus ride, a stop to Wawa was in order, and I was like, What is this place? You're dropping me <laughs> off at a gas station and saying, Go eat food. Fend for yourself. Right? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, to be fair, it ended up being better than the Golden Corral. So, that's <laughs> just. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> so, uh, there's that. Uh, I was so confused at everything. I'm like, This is, there is a whole, it was a much cleaner racetrack. Because okay. I've been to racetrack like once or twice beforehand, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is kind of neat." Yeah. And then what was like, another version of that? And we we each grabbed some whatever food we got at the time. I definitely grabbed the sandwich. It was one of the first things I did. One of the hobbies. Yeah. And uh, man, I was blown away. Like, I'm not saying it's five star. Yeah. But for something that you find at a gas station, I was pleasantly surprised. And I yeah. think uh, it's become a point where when I mention it with a friend, it's like, "Hey, let's go grab a quick bite." Saying one was not a crazy answer. I got you. It's slightly more than fast food, but the quality makes up for it. Yeah, yeah. No, and then the the uh, the amount of control they give you over your sandwich. Oh, it's for a gas station. Absolutely. Insane. Now, now, granted, they are. It's become a lot more common for gas stations to have a kitchen area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you 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 know you're gonna find some gems that have a, a really good kitchen area where they'll make either a Cuban sandwich, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. depending on how, uh, you know, I don't say, um, how in-depth their menu is. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Wawa hangs right in there considering that you do you have control over, you know, whether your, your bun is, you know, pressed, the same, you know, if you want them to press it or toast it or... The, what the what you put into it, what you add on to the sandwich, the seasonings. The they, seasonings they have yeah. more than just the salt and pepper. They have Old Bay. Yeah, Old Bay seasoning. Yeah, yeah. Y'all don't mess with Old Bay. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. <laughs> old Bay is where it's at. I put that. If I ever get a little mac and cheese, I put some Old Bay you on that. Some Old Bay on it. Yes, sir. I had crickets one time. Yeah. And uh, this is true. <laughs> and, and they were. Uh, and Old Bay was the seasoning. That coated these crickets. Well, now I know why you ate the crickets. <laughs> that makes sense now. <laughs> yes, because the old bay made it all palatable. Oh, definitely. Ooh, definitely. Still can't believe you did that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, uh, went in Rome, and we weren't in Italy, 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 Italy at all. <laughs> the closest thing, reminder like- of Italy, 
<laughs> See, you did it too. It's not just me. The closest reminder of Italy we have is Naples. And yeah. it's all the way and west. It's not even the same. Yeah, not the same. Um, no, definitely uh, found myself at a farmer's market one time and just perusing through the aisles and sampling, you know, the goods. Um, <laughs> the goods. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, they told me, oh, this is an excellent source of protein, so on and so forth. To be fair, that makes sense. <laughs> and, uh, and I tried some and, um, yeah, I think I still have a pin around here somewhere that says. You, you should get like, something for having yeah, right. a <laughs> cricket. Imagine <laughs> 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 like, I, I ate this cricket and all I got was yeah. a lousy t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I drove through a hurricane for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was my cricket story. Um. Anything new on the frontier of uh, of desserts or sweets? Ooh, desserts or sweets? Hmm. Uh, not really. I think I've uh, just continued to double down on like the cakes. Okay. Pastry cakes, honey buns, little cupcakes here and there. <laughs> uh, and anything that's like uh, chips are not my desired snack. Okay. Uh, ice cream is fun. Every once in a while, yeah, I feel like that one is kind of like one of those ones where you can get lost in it yeah. way too uh, easily. But the cake is just nice and filling, even if it's like a smaller portion. Okay, it, it, it's gonna fill you up. It's gonna, it's gonna hit that sweet tooth for, that I have. It usually does that uh, pretty well. And and if prepared correctly, um, if the cake is prepared correctly, you get a little bit of everything. I mean, if you order up something that has, mm-hmm. um, a, you're you're a chocolate fan as as previously stated. This is correct. Hence the chocolate cup- cupcake that was placed on your head <laughs> many years ago. Uh, we discussed this on the first, the very first episode of Bruce Beats and the podcast. Oh, man. Um, so chocolate is your way. Uh, in, in places of previous employment, uh, your dessert was chocolate on top of chocolate. <laughs> chocolate extreme. Oh, uh, so my time at Dairy Queen. <laughs> Which, as you can tell, I did not mention during my fast food value menu. <laughs> because the, uh, the value menu they have is a hot dog, which I'm not really that big a fan of hot dogs like that, and like other snack foods. It's obviously not a true meal. Yeah. Uh, their burgers are fine. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think when I was at Dairy Queen, it was, it, they only have soft serves there for the most part, unless you go to like a, one of the treats uh, specific ones that they okay. have like a whole ice cream range. Yeah. And my go-to for a while was the Chocolate Extreme Blizzard. It was mm. uh, ice cream, chocolate syrup, brownie pieces, and like chocolate chunks. Right. And, and then you opted to go with, instead of vanilla, which was normally the way to So do. pretty much what they do is they uh, make it, because all soft serve starts vanilla, and they would just, with all the chocolate ingredients in the thing, it would yeah. make it chocolate. Yeah. So I was like, No. I, it, why are you gonna call this thing a chocolate extreme if it's not gonna be chocolate <laughs> at base? This doesn't. It's, what's extreme about it? Seems pretty basic to me. And so I would always ask for a chocolate saucer. So pretty much what they did is, as they make the saucer, they just put chocolate syrup in there just to start it up. It's like, all right, it's already chocolate. Yeah. Now we're gonna put the chocolate toppings on. Got you. Now, I will say, as my time at Dairy Queen came to an end, uh, something else took my top spot, and it wasn't chocolate related. What? It was not chocolate related. So this must have been something. I mean, for it to dethrone mm-hmm. the chocolate extreme, this must have been like the heavyweight contender. And this is where I say it was a lightweight contender because the chocolate extreme is heavy. Don't get me wrong. All that chocolate, you feel yeah. it. You feel it eating <laughs> yeah, it. It settles. It settles. <laughs> 
but so my alternative in this case was at it started as a limited time one, but I think they brought it on a full uh, basis. Don't quote me on that. Mm. Snickerdoodle cookie dough. Wow. Snickerdoodle cookie dough. It's a, such a drastic change. It is. I understand. I didn't even know you liked Snickerdoodles. Are you were you a fan of Snickerdoodles beforehand? Um, I I wasn't crazy about Snickerdoodles. I wouldn't go out of my way for them, but yeah. if they were offered, I would definitely take some. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Snickerdoodle, for the few times I had it, yes, I had it. It's pretty good. Let me get that as the blizzard. And they had special cookie dough pieces. These weren't the regular cookie dough pieces. These were specific snickerdoodle cookie dough pieces. Ah, so instead they, of your uh, chocolate chip cookie dough, mm-hmm. this was snickerdoodle cookie dough. Specifically, yeah. And they added uh, a, l- a little bit of extra cinnamon on it and then okay. mix it all up. And it was it was just enough to kind of change the ice cream itself from being like a basic vanilla. Yeah. As, you know, the soft serve would tend to do with it. most flavors you put into it. And it was light enough where I could finish, like, I think it was a small I was looking at at the time. Okay. I finished that pretty comfortably as opposed to the chocolate extreme where I really felt the impact of it. And man, if I have to run a kitchen on Saturday night, <laughs> I cannot be slowing down for many reasons. Yeah. I, I need to be on my game. Especially if you plan on getting out of there at a decent hour. Uh, there was no such thing as a decent hour out there. I closed and I drove my bike home. I didn't have a car at the time. It was a 30-minute bike ride to and from each time. Wow. Wow. So there were times I leave at like 1 a.m. and then I wouldn't get home till 1.30. Wow. Very, yeah, very Damn. Cool. Yeah. So, so, so you bringing food home was... Bringing food home was an option because we had... But it was just 30... I mean, we're talking about a 15-minute car ride, how it changed is, the complexion right, of a meal. This is where fast food changes from most of, like standard restaurants. Okay. Fast food burgers... They last. All right. These <laughs> things do not like nothing changes about these burgers. I don't, like, I don't know about you guys, but a friend of mine willingly said, Oh, yeah. I sometimes order, like, you know, like not in bulk, but like yeah. I order like a few burgers, like from McDonald's or something like that. And then they'll save some for another time. Yeah. And nothing will change about the burger. It's, nothing's going to happen to it. It's going to taste the exact same. You might need to heat it up a little bit. All right. So what I would do is we would get the burgers. I would make to, to try and, uh, uh, what you call it? Cons- uh, consolidate. I think that's yeah. what I'm looking for. I would make some doubles. So I put like two bur- two patties, cheese slice, and I would bring like six to ten of them at a home at a time. Okay. And I go to my roommate. It's like, all right, guys, <laughs> bam, we got food for the week. And they're like, ah, oh, he blessed us once more. Yeah. And so just throughout the day, no matter what, if we felt too lazy to cook something, we just grab a burger from the fridge, <laughs> pop it in the mic. We made it happen. And. Well, this isn't necessarily an eat story. I don't think I've shared this with too many people. Well, it's, it's the second year anniversary. So <laughs> we're sharing stories here. So we're going to get a bonus story here. Now, hit them. I'm biking home from Dairy Queen one day. Okay. A nice, tough uh, weekend shift. And I'm, I'm tired. I'm soaking in sweat from running around the place the whole time. Yeah. 25 minutes in the bike ride. I'm in the last stretch. And there's a plaza right before the corner of the street I turn on. And so usually I do the smart thing and cut into this empty plaza, save myself about a good 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And so as I'm biking, I notice there are blue lights. I'm like, oh, wow, this is strange. And then I look and I kind of like notice the blue lights are following me. It wasn't an alien invasion, was it? it? Was, I wish it was an alien invasion. <laughs> I took the earbud off, and someone's calling out to the kid in the black on the bike. I'm like, oh, well, this is concerning. So I pull over on the bike. I pull over on the bike. Let let that be a sentence that sits with you for a second. (laughs) I pull over on the bike. Officer comes up to me. How are you doing this evening? (laughs) I could be better, but you know. (laughs) 
Right up until this encounter? Right until this encounter. And he says, hey, you don't have a light on the back of your bike. And I said, oh, but I have one on the front. And he says, well, no, you need one on the back if you're going to be riding at night. To which I reply, I'm on the sidewalk. I'm not worried about people behind me. Yeah. yeah. And that is for, and to his credit, you are supposed to have one on the front and the back if you're riding on the roads. I was not riding on the roads. Yeah. Except for when I turned into this empty plaza that has a bunch of street lights on it. So asking me to have a light at the back of my bike is a little nonsensical. That's my personal preference, but that's not the point of this story. We go on, he asks for my ID. Okay. He does. He runs a background check on me. Because apparently there is quote-unquote robberies in the neighborhood of this place that I've been living in at six months at the time. Not a peep. I didn't no. heard nothing from this yeah, place. Yeah. But you know, I'm wearing all black and my Dairy Queen uniform. <laughs> With my name tag still on. <laughs> hey, listen. Listen. Uh, plenty of times in rap songs, you hear people talking about ski mask, gloves, robbery. That the, is real, the real the real <laughs> is Dairy Queen hat name tag. Hat name tag. That's the official, that is the official article for pulling off. The robbery moves. with with a saying on the back. Our chicken tenders are blizzard treat good. All right, you can yeah, see that. You had a slogan on, on slogan your back. on the back. It wasn't even a cap. It was a visor. It was a visor. And then a my slogan name on the back. What else screams? Uh, black slacks. Robbery. Apparently. Black that's, slacks. That's yeah. that's one. And uh, wow. unnamed working shoes with memory foam on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> like, now. Once again, to the officer's credit, I had a bag on me. I had a drawstring bag. He asked, hey, what's in your bag? And I said, oh, you know, tire irons, WD-40, some gorilla tape, things you probably shouldn't be mentioning to an officer that suspects you of armed robbery. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to quickly say, oh, yeah, it's from my bike when it breaks down, which, yeah, it makes sense. But also, this guy clearly is on edge about something. Yeah. Goes over to the lady, or to his uh, radio. Calls me in and says, all right, we have an Xavier, uh, Silo, Alpha, Victor, Indigo, Echo, Romeo, Martinez, common spelling. They run the check. I'm all clear to go. So he says, okay, hey, listen, you're not too far from here. I'm like, yeah, I'm right down two blocks away. He's like, okay, just make sure you stay on the sidewalk and do get a uh, light for the back of your bike. Yeah. Sends me off. I get to my roommates, deliver the burgers. We're eating the burgers and... I, I again, fast food quality does not change over time. Yeah. Uh, unless it's like maybe like you know, three weeks later. If you're holding on to burgers for three weeks, please uh, don't reconsider your <laughs> reconsider your decisions. Uh, but anyway, there. I told them about the story, and they're like, "Oh my god, I, I, that's so scary! Like, how, why would they do that?" Blah, blah, blah. And I could not sit. I couldn't say anything for a bit. Yeah. For like a good 30, 45 seconds, I was just in shock silence. Yeah. And then one of them, I was like, "Hey." Are you okay? It seems like you're worried about something. And I stopped and I was like, what the hell is the common spelling for Xavier? They're like, huh? The, the reaction you're giving right now? Yeah. Like, hey, wait, what are you talking about? I was like, well, when the guy went on the radio, yeah, he had to spell out Xavier with the uh, you know military alphabet. Yeah. But he said Martinez common spelling, which means if something is a common spelling, they just say common spelling. What the hell is the common spelling for Xavier? The university is X-A-V-I-E-R. The Marvel hero is X-A-V-I-E-R. 
If you ask many Hispanics, they'll tell you the X, S, X is more like an H sound, but yeah. it's still X A B I E R. What? To this day, three years later, I don't know what the common spelling of Xavier is supposed to be. <laughs> and that's my story. Damn. Damn. Kind of food related, but ultimately leaves you with this conundrum as to what is the common spelling for Xavier? One of life's unsolved mysteries. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That cop was obviously bored. <laughs> Had nothing else going on for him at 1.30 in the morning yeah. in Orlando mm. and decided to make his presence felt. But uh, I, I hope he felt accomplished after that was all said and done. It's, I hope so, too, because he went through a lot of work for someone still in full Dairy Queen uniform. Wow. That guy will make chief in time. Uh, <laughs> his numbers. His numbers. <laughs> his numbers going up. Yes. Yes. The quota. Um, wow, that sounds like an experience. And uh, yeah, man, this has been an experience. Uh, experience. I put a D at the end of that. I don't know why. Yeah, we haven't even passed tense yet. We're still Not in the even. present. Yeah, correct. Um, you want to hit them one last time with the uh, the socials? What do you have planned? What do you have planned with the streaming in the near future? Um, so with streams moving forward, I try to keep it only to days where I know I'm not working. Um, as uh, it's solidified uh, a few minutes ago, my schedule moving forward in terms of streams will be Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, the earliest start time around 10 p.m. Eastern Daylight now. Mm -hmm. Daylight yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I tend to do late night streams, uh, mostly single player adventures where I'm trying not to lose my absolute cool at some of the nonsense that happens, okay. or just a uh, nonsensical multiplayer where we ask the hard hitting questions, such as uh, sports topics who would win in a 3v3, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Kyrie Irving versus <laughs> Kevin Durant, uh, Steph Curry, and Kobe Bryant. I'm not going to discuss this anymore because it gets me upset every time when I have to re-explain an obvious answer. But we've done tier lists of cereals. We've uh, ranked okay. them from worst to best. Uh, okay. we, it, there's nothing that I won't do on stream. It just has to be brought up at the right time. It, it's it's I, I can't really preface anything, but tune in to find out. Venora underscore SEO on Twitch. If you want to find me on the socials, it's the same. Venora underscore SEO on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is where I'm probably most active nowadays where all my go live notifications okay. uh, remain and just whatever thoughts pop up into my head. As you notice, my timeline's pretty empty of my own thoughts. I usually <laughs> just retweet a bunch of others that say the same thing. Yeah. And my Instagram is used for a uh, compilation video. Any uh, edited videos that I put either from my streams or from other events, uh, that one has been laying dormant for a bit, but I should have something in the coming week. Got you. Got you. Yeah, I hope you got all that. I hope you guys got all that. It's going to be in the uh, the show notes, definitely. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday. Or Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, if you want to do. Yes, and yeah. it's... If you are interested in coming out to the stream, which you should be, yeah. Twitter is the way to go because it's kind of a if I have the time basis. Okay. So, so that'll be it, the most accurate on the spot. Any changes uh, will will be posted there. Correct. Got you, got you. Get on um, Twitter. Damn. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I, you know, it's funny you say Tuesdays. Tuesdays is also WECC, but if you're really looking for that video game fix, tune in. Venora underscore, underscore SEO, S-E-O. Before that, you put the twitch.tv backslash, and that'll find you. Or that you'll find yourself there. No, it won't find you. You have to do your own finding of yourself. No, 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 it might find you. You might find yourself in an interesting conversation based on what cereal is better than others. <laughs> if anyone's wondering, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my uh, top tier cereal. And there it is. Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast. As always, I'd like to thank my guest, Venora Sayo, a.k.a. X, for taking the time, sitting down, and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in yet another week. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Let them know it's been happening for two years, somehow. All streaming platforms, the YouTube is up. Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe when you get there. Follow the Spotify channel. Check out the playlist. Make sure you go out, support your local brewery, your local artists, and last but not least, make sure you go out there and support your local eateries, food trucks, and all sorts. Peace.